that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have life eternal. Jesus is alive. He's alive today. 
And I praise God for all that he has done for us. It is because of the blood of Jesus that Jesus Christ is alive and he's the son of God. He's living and thanks be unto God, he's living today. Well, I want to thank you so very much for tuning in today. I want to wish you a very, very happy Easter. And I want to tell you how much I appreciate you being here and tuning in with your family today. We've got a wonderful service uh, ready to go today, and I I'm just so grateful that you're here. Let me ask you to do this this morning. If you're watching uh, via the website, let me just encourage you, if things start slowing down, if things start to pausing, let me encourage you to either jump over to Facebook or jump over to YouTube, and uh, that'll help the stream just a little bit for you on your end. Also, let me just uh, say this. Uh, we are going to have a great, great time of communion today, and we want to worship God and praise Him. We may not be together in one room, but we are together as one church, and we are celebrating the risen Lord. And man, I'm here to tell you today, just because we may be locked in our homes, we're not locked out of heaven. To God be the glory, there's been made a way for you and I to get to heaven through Jesus Christ. And we want to celebrate that today, and we want to worship the Lord. Here's what I'd like for you to do. I'd like for you to turn to whoever's in the living room or whoever's there with you and tell them, He is risen. Now, the proper response to that is this. You respond back by saying, He's risen indeed. So let's try that. He is risen. He is risen indeed. To God be the glory. Well, let's begin with a word of prayer. And then after we pray, I'm going to ask Jacob to come and he's going to finish up our resurrection story with our children this morning. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so very much for this opportunity that we have to worship you together. Lord, I do pray and do ask God that you'd continue to be with us, to lead us, to guide us, to continue to protect us. And God, we are so grateful that Jesus is alive. Bless our time together now, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Hello families, hello children, hope you guys are all doing well this morning on Easter morning. Last week we were talking about Palm Sunday and that was, a, that was kind of a sad Sunday. We got to see how Jesus suffered for you and for me. But this Sunday we're going to be talking about Resurrection Sunday. And not only did Jesus suffer for us, but Jesus was victorious for us. And so that's what we're going to talk about this morning. But before we get to our lesson, let's do a little snapshot of this week and see uh, all the pictures that were sent in from you guys who participated in our Bible studies on Wednesday night and last Sunday as well during our children's sermon. And so this week we have Parker and Carter Evans. You guys did a great job of coloring uh, Jesus, uh, suffering for, our, for us to bring forgiveness of sins. We have uh, Bryn Sharpton. You did also a great, great job on that. So you also colored that. Let's see, Andrew Johnson. Good to, good to hear from you, bud. You also colored uh, Jesus' suffering for our sins. Great job. So you guys, all of you guys, did a fabi fabulous, terrific job. All right, so what we're going to do today, we're going to finish our resurrection egg story. Now, remember, last week we had lots of eggs to go through. This week we've only got two, but these two are the most significant of all the eggs that we're going to look at. So our first egg, and hopefully you guys got an email early this week and you've gathered these items, but our first egg is this. Let's go ahead and open it up. As we open it up, what, what do we find? We find a rock. Hopefully you guys were able to go find a rock or a piece of gravel in your driveway or whatever it might be. It doesn't matter. Whatever you found is okay. 
But this rock represents something. Now, you may already know what it represents, but I want to I share it with those that maybe that don't know. This rock represents the stone that covered Jesus' grave. Remember, Jesus went to the cross for us last week in Palm Sunday. He died for our sins, and he was put into a grave. And Joseph of Arimathea, he put him in there, and he, he, he prepared him for burial. And now this stone is covering the grave. So no one can go in, and no one can go out. And so right now, it's really dark. But our second egg, let's get that one. Let's open it up. It's our last egg. So we open it up, and what's in there? Absolutely nothing. But why is there nothing in this egg? Well, we know that when we look at the resurrection story of Jesus, that stone that was there to keep people from getting in and people from getting out, well, guess what? It didn't do its job because Jesus rose from the dead. He is living today. He left the grave, and it is empty even today. And so we as Christians, you and I, we get to worship Jesus because he has been victorious over sin, over death, over Satan. And if we put our trust in him, we can also have victory over sin and death and Satan. Guys, this is great, great news. This news changes everything about the world as we know it. This is awesome, awesome news. Now, I want to share with you a Bible verse that I think really is just the, the cream of the crop when it comes to the resurrection story. And we find this verse in Luke chapter 24, verse 6. Let's see what it says. It's really short, but it's so powerful. It says this, he is not here. He has risen. Jesus is no longer in the grave. Jesus is no longer in defeat. He has risen, he is alive, and he is alive today. And he can come into your life and my life and change us forevermore. All right, I'm going to pray for us real quick, and then we're going to shift over. Let's pray together. Jesus, we thank you for defeating our enemies. We thank you for defeating sin and death and the devil and the grave. God, we pray that you would help us to follow you. I pray if there's anyone there who doesn't know you, who has not made a decision to follow you, that they would do that. They would do that simply by saying, God, you are the creator and the ruler of all things. God, we as people have broken your rules. And God, you have provided a way for us to be forgiven for breaking your rules and sinning against you. And you've done that by sending your son to die for our sins. And that if we believe in Jesus, if we confess Jesus as our Lord and our Savior, we will be saved. God, help us do that. Help us to follow you. And all God's people said, amen. amen. Guys, listen, I hope that your, your, your mom and dad got those emails. There is a coloring sheet in there. And this is what I'm going to encourage you guys to do. If you've confessed Jesus as your Lord and Savior, whenever we get to the communion, I would love for you to take a break from that coloring page, and I want you to participate in the Lord's Supper. It's so important for you to do that. And for those of you who have not made a confession of faith to, to Jesus just yet, I would encourage you to continue to color throughout the communion service. And parents, I would just, again, encourage you guys, this is a great opportunity to have some great conversations about the gospel, about Jesus, and leading your child to think about what it means to follow Jesus. Now, with that said, listen, folks, this is Resurrection Sunday. If we can't get up and worship in this moment, we can't get up and worship at, at any moment. So let's get up, let's worship Jesus in our living rooms, and let's have a great time worshiping the King of Kings.
Amen. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen. I don't know if you've seen the videos on Wednesday, but we're going to sing a couple of hymns that you guys put in there for your favorite resurrection hymns. We'll start with this one. Low in the grave he lay, Jesus my Savior, waiting the coming day, Jesus my Lord. Sing it out. Up from the grave he rose, with a mighty triumph on his foes, he Together he lives. Christ Jesus lives today. I serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that he's with me, whatever men may say. I see his hand of mercy. I hear his voice of cheer. Just the time I need him, he's always near. He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my Eternal hallelujahs to Jesus Christ the King, the hope of all who seek Him, the help of all who find. Amen. 
Does Jesus live within your heart today? Boy, I tell you, this is the day that separates us from all other religions in the world. We serve a risen Savior. Jesus is alive today. And because he lives, thanks be unto God, we can celebrate that we're going to heaven when we die. Well, I'm, I'm here to tell you, it is a joy to be able to be in your living room today, wherever you're at, all over the world today. Thank you so very much for being here. I tell you, we have been so blessed here at Maysville Baptist Church. We are blessed to love God, love others, and serve the world. And man, the Lord is doing a great work during this season. While the Lord has us not coming together at the church, He has us ministering to our families, loving our families, being with our families, praying for our families, reaching out to our community, seeing God do great and wonderful things. Why, even this week, uh, this last week on Monday, we had a precious, precious family join the church. And what a joy it is. We welcomed them, and they came by baptism. So just as soon as we can get back in this place, we've got some baptisms that we're looking forward to seeing and being a part of today. Now, today, being Easter, is we, we are celebrating with communion. And so let me encourage you to go to make sure you got your juice, make sure you got your, uh, your bread uh, there. Some of you have made uh, your bread, and we're grateful for that. Some of you using tortillas. Some of you are using some, some crackers. I praise the Lord for everything that uh, you're using and participating with this. I wanted to begin today by reading Luke chapter number 24, that resurrection account. Because in that account, I find a very interesting word that I want to point out in regards to today in particular. And in thinking about today, in thinking about how we have been blessed to have salvation through Jesus Christ, I want you to take just a minute, I want you to think about, church, how have you been blessed? The Lord has blessed me with, what if I put a blank right there? What would you put in that blank? The Lord has blessed me with salvation. We thank God for that. The Lord has blessed me with salvation. But what else has the Lord blessed you with? Man, I'm getting reports all week long how the Lord has been blessing and how the Lord's been encouraging. And while you long to be together here as a church once again, God is blessing still every day. Could you take just a minute and... And down below, while we're posting, if you're on Facebook, you can do this also on YouTube. Uh, I want you to post what you are blessed or how you are blessed. God has blessed me with, and then you fill in the blank right there. What has God blessed you with? I've asked my family to come, and I've asked them to sing a song entitled, I Have Been Blessed. Before they sing, let's read the blessing of the resurrection and then we'll have them sing this morning. Luke chapter 24, beginning in verse number 1. Listen to what the Bible says. Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came to the sepulcher 
bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful man and be crucified, and on the third day, raise again. And they remembered his words, and returned from the sepulcher, and told all these things unto the eleven, to all the rest, and to all the rest. Did you see it was mentioned twice? That word was mentioned twice. In verse number six, they said, remember how he spoke unto you when he was yet in Galilee. And then the Bible says in verse number eight, And they remembered his words. They remembered the words of Jesus. What were the words of Jesus? The words were Jesus, once again, we find it there in the text, that Jesus said he must be delivered into the hands of sinful man, be crucified, and on the third day, raise up from the dead. Thank God he's risen. He's risen. And he lives today. I have been blessed because Jesus is alive today and because he lives I can go to heaven when I die because he lives I can face any trial on this earth because he lives nothing can separate us from the love of Jesus Christ we have been blessed we've been blessed beyond measure dear friend you might be here today And maybe you're watching, maybe you've never believed. But here's one thing you know for sure. You are confronted today more with the brevity of life than ever before. You look around and you see where people are dying every day from the coronavirus. But, But I got news for you. People die every day. If not for the coronavirus, people die every day from the sin virus and it was because of the sin virus that mankind brought upon himself rejecting the promises of God someone once told me they said preacher I just don't understand if God is such a loving God if God is such a holy God if he's such a righteous God then why didn't he just create a perfect world he did he was the garden of Eden And he loved mankind enough to say, look, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either love me, you can love me, or you can hate me. You can walk in fellowship with me, or you can reject me. And and I'm giving you all of this this beautiful garden to partake of. But I'm going to show you how much I love you. I'm going to give you the choice. You can choose to worship and walk with me and eat of every tree of the garden except for one and if you eat of this one tree this one tree is one of selfishness and you choose to walk your own way 
Dear friend, Jesus provided a way of salvation. He provided a perfect world. But we, the Bible says in Romans, whereas for as one man's sin entered the world, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. We contracted the sin virus. We're born sinners. And Jesus said, I'm not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Dear friend, what he did on that day, the day when mankind sinned, Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, he says this, I'm going to provide a way for mankind to get to heaven. And some 2,000 years ago, Jesus became sin, the sinless Son of God. Jesus Christ became sin for you and I. And as the sinless Son of God died on Calvary's cross, He was saying, my body I'm giving for you, my blood I'm giving for you. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 22 says this, without the shedding of blood, there's no remission. Jesus Christ had to shed His blood in order for your sins to be forgiven. And so as the blood was shed that day, some 2,000 years ago, and death took hold of Jesus Christ the Messiah, He died on Calvary's cross, according to the Scriptures. I imagine when Jesus was there in the tomb, all hell was rejoicing. The devil said, we finally get it. I can imagine the devil picking up the phone and calling death and saying, hey, is he there? And the grave says, yeah, don't you worry about it, big fella. He's here. And he hangs up the phone. On the second day, I can imagine the devil picking up the phone and calling and saying, hey, listen, I'm worried. Is he still there? And the grave says, no, cool your jets, buddy. Everything's going to be okay. He's still here. And the sun sets on that second day. And then, when the morning comes, as the sun is beginning to rise up, Jesus Christ is the getting up. And he gets up out of the grave, and the tomb begins to shake. The stone begins to roll away. And up from the grave he arose, victorious over death, victorious over hell, victorious over the grave, so that you and I could have eternal life through Jesus Christ. Thank God, 1 John 5, 13 says, These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. Friend, you can know today that you're going to heaven when you die. By believing on the name of the Son of God, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. You might say, friend, how in the world could I do that? It's called faith. And Paul wrote to the Romans in Romans chapter 10. He says, listen, he says, this is very simple. If you'll confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Dear friend, you can be saved today. 
You can know that when you die, you're going to go to heaven on this Resurrection Sunday. Could I pray for you today? And I want you to pray too. That I want you to pray. And I want you to ask the Lord Jesus Christ to save you. You say, well, I don't know what to say, preacher. Why don't you say something like this? Why don't you say right now, say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I believe that you are the Messiah. That you died on the cross for my sins. And this morning I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I repent today and trust you as my Savior. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to look right this way. This morning, if you prayed and asked the Lord Jesus to save you by faith, the Bible says he wrote you, God wrote your name in the Lamb's book of life. And dear brother and sister, with confidence we can say, we know that we're going to heaven because he lives. Oh, we've been blessed today. We've been so blessed. What are you blessed with? Father, as we sing today, may we remember the blessings of God, even during the difficult times. In Jesus' name I pray.
tortured and raised a brother and sister memories made our pastor to lead us to the altar to pray stripes that can heal and blood that can save can save what can wash away my sin nothing nothing what can make me whole again nothing but the blood nothing but the blood what can wash away my sin nothing nothing what can make me whole again nothing but the blood nothing but the blood there is a grave that tried to hide that precious blood that gave me life but in three days he breathed again and rose to stand in my defense I have been blessed God's so good to me precious are his thoughts of you Praise the Lord. Haven't we been blessed today? We've been so blessed. I, I want to ask my family at this time to come and join around the table. And we're going to remember uh, the Lord with communion today. I hope that you've got your elements together. And it is a joy to be able to have my family come around and to sit together and to be a part of, of this time together. And some of you uh, may not have ever met my family. You may be curious about who's who. And and uh, whatnot, and all this wonderful stuff. So uh, I want to introduce my family to you this morning. And then after I introduce you, my family, I want us to do just exactly what Luke's account says as he recalls the angels saying, remember what the Lord said. Remember. And then we'll go into the Lord's Supper as we remember the death of burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Well, obviously, I, I wouldn't have... Uh, my children without uh, this one right here. I'm so grateful to the Lord for my wife, Miriam. Uh, I'm so thankful for her. We're high school sweethearts. Uh, we met each other at Kusa Christian many, many years ago. And uh, just am so grateful for her. She is a blessing in my life. And obviously the church knows this. And now the whole world knows 
when you got me, you got her, and she's the better end of the deal. And so that's really the bottom line on that. And then God blessed us with six children. Uh, he allowed for us to have five. We have one in heaven uh, that we had a miscarriage uh, many years ago. But thanks be unto God, one day we'll get to see our precious baby one day in heaven. And I know many of you feel that same way. And we're grateful to be able to have that time to remember one day. Uh, heaven's just a little bit sweeter for us. But my firstborn uh, baby was Alyssa. Alyssa Robertson right there on the end. Uh, she is our firstborn and we're delighted to have her. Uh, she is a senior this year at Truett McConnell. And so she will be graduating from college uh, this year. And so we're grateful for that. And we are so thankful for what the Lord's doing in her life. And then after her came Holly. Holly's my second born. Uh, she also is a student at Truett McConnell. If you want to know how you can pray for the pastor, pray for him. I've got three of uh, my family in college. I've got Alyssa, who's graduating, to God be the glory. Holly, who's uh, got a couple more years left and is doing tremendous. And Miriam, who is graduating also in May uh, from college as well. I'm very proud of all of my family. I'm very thankful for them. And those are my girls. And then my boys. Uh, my firstborn son is Garrett. He's over here to my uh, left sitting on the end. Garrett, wave at everybody right there. All right, thank you. And uh, he is a joy. I thank the Lord for him, and I praise the Lord for my son. He was born next, number three. And then we have uh, Grant. Grant is here, and many of you may have seen Grant. He is working at Krispy Kreme Donuts. There's a shameless plug right there. Go get you some Krispy Kreme. And uh, we are delighted uh, for all that he does and very thankful for him. And then the caboose uh, is John Grady. <laughs> he is a joy to be with. He, you 13 now, right? So I, I got, uh, I don't have any more babies anymore. Now I got a 13-year-old, and he is just a, a wonderful addition, and I praise God for him. And so this is my family, and, and uh, I know you've got your family there. And so it's a joy for you to let our family come sit with your family today in your living room and also to say how much we love you and how grateful we are to be able to serve you and serve together. Now, remember what Luke said. In Luke's account, Luke wrote that the angel said, remember. And the Bible says, tells us there in the Word of God, in that account there in the Gospel of Luke, the Bible tells us there in verse number 8, and they remembered. You know, that's exactly what Jesus has told us to do when we come around the table for communion. He said, do this in remembrance of me. We know that when Paul wrote over in 1 Corinthians chapter number 11, he was encouraging the church to do it the proper way and the right way and to make sure that you're not abusing the elements in any way, but that you are remembering the body of Jesus Christ and the blood of Jesus Christ. And he instructed the church at Corinth in this way. In fact, he told them, in regards to Corinth, they were abusing this practice. And upon their abuse, he said, I can't, I can't praise you on how you receive the Lord's Supper. Because some of you are coming and you're doing things the wrong way. He said, some of you are getting so full, you're a bunch of gluttons and others are getting drunk. He says, this is not why we do the Lord's Supper. We do communion, we participate in this to remember Jesus. As a matter of fact, we find in Scripture, this is what Paul wrote when he wrote to the Corinthians. He says, 
For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took the bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. And then the Bible says also he did the same thing with the juice. He took the juice in verse 25, and after the same manner he also took the cup in which he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Today we join together in our family homes to remember the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we do this in remembrance of him. So dads, I'm going to ask you at this time, if you would, to please get the bread. Maybe if father's not there, dad's not there, then mom, go ahead, you can, you can help with this. Or maybe you would like to designate one of your children to help serve. This is about service in remembering Jesus Christ. So the Bible says that as Jesus took the bread, that he broke it, he prayed for it, and then he gave it out. Today, I want to ask you, church, would you at this time, would you get the bread? And as we take the bread, let's ask God's blessing on it today. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so very much. As we pause just a minute to take this bread and remember the body of Jesus Christ. I pray that as we remember, you would get all the glory, you'd get all the honor, and you'd get all the praise. Thank you, the sinless Son of God. For becoming sin for us. And I pray your blessings now. In Jesus name. Amen. Let's watch this video this morning. And remember the body of Jesus Christ. God for the blood of Jesus. Let us take, let us eat in remembrance of Jesus Christ. Let us eat it all.
The Bible says then that after that he did the same in the same manner. He took the cup, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Let's pray for the juice. Heavenly Father, thank you so very much, Lord, for your blood. You tell us, Lord, in the word of God, without the shedding of blood, there's no remission. There's no forgiveness. Thank you, Lord, for shedding your blood on Calvary for our sins. Today, we remember the blood of Jesus. We love you. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. As we remember the blood of Jesus Christ today, we take the juice and we serve our family. I hope at this time you'll take the juice and you'll serve your family. And as you do so, remember... The Bible says we are remembering Jesus and the blood that he shed on Calvary's cross. Thank God for his blood. Praise God for the blood of Jesus. Family saying, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. As we remember the blood of Jesus today, let's think about it as we remember this. Tendaun 
said, this is the blood of the New Testament. Do this in remembrance of me. If Jesus Christ being on the cross was the end of the story, how pitiful we would be. But him being on the cross is not the end of the story. For today is the day that sets us apart from every religion in the world. Our Savior's not dead. No, the story is not over. Watch this. He's alive. Thank God Jesus is alive. And we serve a risen Savior. And because he lives, we can face today. Because he lives, 
we can face tomorrow. Because he lives, we've got victory in Jesus. I love what the Bible says over in that wonderful, in that wonderful gospel of Matthew. The Bible tells us that after the Lord's Supper there, after he had the supper with them, the Bible tells us that they sang a song together in that account. And so I want us to sing a song together. And I know a no more fitting song today than that song because he lives. Let's sing this song together as Phil leads us because he lives. is worth the living just because he lives. Thank God he lives in my heart today. I praise the Lord for you, church. Thank you for participating today in communion. I want to tell you how much I love you and how grateful I am for you. I love seeing the pictures of those empty crosses, those crosses that you've put up beside your house, in your yard, some illuminated with lights, others had spotlights on some had the white uh, uh, shawl draped around them. I'm telling you what a joy it was to my heart as we proclaim during this, this Easter. We praise God that he's not on the cross. He's alive. Now, I want, you to, I want to just encourage you in this church. Look, I know that here we are on Easter Sunday and we didn't get to get up and put on our 
our best Easter clothes today. We didn't get to get up and, and uh, go out to eat here in just a little while or, or even have big gatherings. I understand that. And some of us would like to say that it's an unusual Easter. Dear friend, I want to tell you one thing about the unusualness of Easter. The unusualness of Easter is not that we come and celebrate uh, the uh, economy and, and celebrate the, uh, the commercialism of what Easter has become. No, I'll tell you the unusualness of Easter. The unusualness of Easter is that Jesus Christ is alive, he's living, and thanks be unto God, he is not dead, and there's salvation in the name of Jesus Christ. We serve a risen Savior, and thank God if you talk about the unusualness of Easter. It's not that we're not celebrating today. We're celebrating. You can't hold the church back. Bless God, we're going to celebrate. We may be locked in our homes, but thank God I'm not locked out of heaven. Amen. God bless you today. I love you today. And remember, keep Jesus first, and I'll see you on Wednesday. I love you. Have a great, great Easter. Thank you so very much for, for worshiping with us today here at Maysville Baptist Church. Our purpose is loving God, loving others, and serving the world. As pastor here, one of my greatest uh, desires is that everyone would know that they're going to heaven when they die. Several years ago, I wrote a little track that says, You Can Know. I would love to send this track to you. If you would send me an email just letting me know you would like this little track, I'd be glad to drop it in the mail and send it over to you. Again, we are so grateful that you worshiped with us today. May the Lord bless you. Hope you tune in next week, and we'll see you right here at Maysville Baptist Church.